Welcome to Voices of the Walk, Pass for All's everyday walking podcast. Our mission is to get Scotland walking, everyone, everywhere and every day. In this podcast series, we'll be hearing from a variety of Scotland's walking champions who are helping make our vision a reality. All of us have felt the effects of COVID-19 in some way over the last few months. Our regular routines have been disrupted and restrictions have separated us from friends and family. Through our Humans of the Walk campaign, we have been able to shine a spotlight on what the wonder of walking has meant to people across Scotland through this period of lockdown. In this special Voices of the Walk episode, we hear how walking brought solace and comfort to people facing a variety of challenges during lockdown, from job losses to being isolated or separated from family and friends. Listen to how walking alone, walking the dog, walking as part of the step count challenge, walking with family or walking to help others made all the difference during this difficult time. First, we'll welcome Anne and Jed, two volunteer walk leaders who have found new ways to bring physical activity to their local community. Hello, my name is Anne uh, and I live in Stonehaven. I'm a retired pharmacist. I'm married to Jed. My name's Jed, Jed Adams. I'm a retired safety manager. We help run a pass for our walking group in Stonehaven. In, in normal times, the, the walking group happens uh, once a week. Uh, that happens every Monday morning at uh, 10 o'clock. And Anne and I probably do walking most days. So lockdown has brought challenges. Our families don't live nearby us. So that has been very hard, not being able to go and visit family. I used to go to some exercise classes, they all stopped, so that was a good routine. I quite enjoyed the social side of that, so I had to develop a new routine. Lockdown's definitely changed our walking habits. I have a Fitbit and I've definitely noticed how much more walking I have been doing because of lockdown. So rather than take the car to nip down to the shops, I'm much more inclined to walk. To walk to shops to, to help people shopping prescriptions, then this little dog that we ended up volunteering to walk through the Merns and Coastal Healthy Living Network. We walked every third day, loved it, uh, really enjoyed the, the routine of doing that. I think we've also walked more locally than we've ever done before. Normally we would have jumped in the car maybe and gone a little bit of inland if the, if the car was in Stonehaven. So I think the local walks, we've found a few more places to walk. The, the lockdown from our perspective, because we are fortunate enough to be able to get out and fortunate enough to be able to volunteer to help other people. Unless it was a really big shop that we were doing for somebody, generally we'd actually walk down, which is probably uh, about a mile and a half to walk. So it, it's, it has made quite a difference to us, you know, for the amount of walking that we've done. And I think the, the lasting changes has made me think more about why do I just jump in the car? Just make a bit more time for myself and and walk instead of jumping in the car? Well, just, just walk everywhere. It makes a huge difference. Um, you don't need to get in the car. Um, and if you don't, if you can't walk so well, then perhaps get, think about getting a bicycle. You know, make, make a difference to what you actually do. One other thing about activity, one of my neighbours started us dancing in the street the, the second day after lockdown. She says, why don't we come out at 11 o'clock and half an hour, we'll, we'll just dance in the street. So she got her little Alexa out and the four of us, met every morning. Unfortunately, at the beginning of lockdown, we had to cancel the, the walks. Uh, Merns and Coastal did all the contacting and stop people. So we've, um, we've set up a walk leaders WhatsApp group so that eight of us all get, keep in touch 
stories, encouragement, and then the other walkers that we don't maybe able to see as well. Uh, some of them have to be shielding. One lady, I, I used to go knock on her window and, and chat to her through her window. We've seen a few walking around Stonehaven. So, you know, we have a word, a chat, and uh, some, some of the ladies who I know where they lived, I put in some strength and balancing leaflets into them and <laughs> said, come on now, 10 minutes. Uh, you, could try, you could try that. We were also asked to video a virtual walk around Stonehaven. So we were down in Stonehaven Harbour at six o'clock in the morning. Beautiful day, hardly anyone around. And we, we videoed our walk, which was one of the walks that we did with our walks every Monday morning. Um, so when we sent it to some of the folk that we could, you know, they were just saying, oh yes, I can remember that. I wish we could be still here and I can't wait to get back. And uh, we, had good, we had good feedback from that. We're looking forward to being able to invite our walkers back to the, back to the walks in, in whatever form they're going to take. We're not quite sure how that, what that's going to look like yet, but hopefully in the not too distant future, before the snow starts falling, we'll be able to uh, get them out again. Our next guests, Mary and Angie, both completed our spring step count challenge, despite lockdown separating them from their respective teams in Shetland and the Highlands. Let's hear what taking part in this challenge meant for them. So my name is Mary Jimison. I'm a 16 plus development worker for the Shetland Befriending Scheme, who is part of Voluntary Action Shetland. I stay in Sandwick. So my name is Angie McDonald. I live in Dingwall. I work for Highland Home Carers in Inverness. I first heard about the Step Count Challenge through my work. It's something that we've done over several years. I got an email and it went to everybody in the company and I, I'm kind of game for anything. I'll do anything just kind of as a laugh. There's five of us in the group, so I thought, right, OK, I'll ask everybody in there. And we work in all different areas, so I thought it'd be quite nice to kind of get us to gel a wee bit better, especially in this climate. Probably the most challenging part of lockdown was... Um, not being able to see your family, which has been a big thing for everybody, and also your work colleagues, because it's amazing how much support you get from your work colleagues. We had a group uh, WhatsApp chat, so what we did was we, um, you know, we, we kind of motivate. Well, I, I think I was like, right, what are we doing today? It's rubbish weather. Are you still going out? So we all did that, um, and yeah, we all kind of had a wee group chat, and we still got our group chat, and just you know, when everybody went differently in a day, if we seen something that was different or an animal that was different or, you know, a walk that we'd never done um, in our local area. So we all put that on, like, on photos and as well as our um, screenshot, our daily steps, which was good. So that kind of motivated the other person to think, well, if they're doing that, I can do this as well. So it was nice just to kind of think we are motivating each other. The social element by doing a set current challenge has been, has been really good because you're meeting people out in your local community on a regular basis and you always talk to them as you go past and actually say, how are you today and what are you up to? And sometimes it's not always for yourself, it can be for that person. They might be lonely, isolated, out for a walk and actually somebody speaking to them can be really good for them and help their mental health. We actually just pushed ourselves more than we would do normally just to get our step count up and we were very competitive against each other but we yeah we pushed ourselves we got up earlier in the morning than we would do normally we went you know we went out later at night so yeah we just pushed ourselves for the team as well and two other groups joined so we became very competitive against them as well which was good 
being a bit competitive within the team, it did make me go out each day and do my steps. I think by taking part in the step count challenge, I am now continuing to walk at least six miles a day, which has been really good. Our group, the Shetland Befriending Scheme, it was our 20th anniversary. Just at the end of this month, we were meant to be doing a walk for a 20-mile walk, and because we weren't able to do that, we were all doing a 20-day challenge. So I challenged to walk five miles every day for 20 days, which I did. I actually excelled, and I, I did more than five miles. And by doing that, my fitness has been so much better. I've lost weight. I'm nearly within my probably a, a better zone with regards to my health and such like. So it's really encouraged me to keep going. Finally, we welcome Terry and Jenny, who reflect on what making use of their local paths and green spaces has meant to them over this challenging period. My name is Terry McTernan, and I'm 40 years old and live in Fergusley Park in Paisley. I lost my job only about three weeks before lockdown happened, and my partner, when lockdown did happen, had to start working from home. So it was me, my partner and my wee dog. Hi, my name's Jenny and I live in Gurukh in Inverclyde. During lockdown, I was at home with my husband and two kids. One turned 13 during lockdown and the other's 11. And I tend to work partly at home and partly out and about locally normally. So during lockdown, I was much more day-spaced and my husband, who would usually be in Glasgow, was working uh, working from home as well. I did get a wee part-time job as a COVID response worker in the local community and the, the local network of paths proved vital in my being able to do that job as well as uh, being able to just, for my own mental health, uh, get out and about and a breath of fresh air um, as well as, more importantly, taking Tia, our wee dog, out on her daily uh, walks as well. So we went walking lots during lockdown once a day initially when that's all we were allowed and then as, as things um, lifted a bit, we, you know, we're doing a bit more each day. But initially, um, we'd go in the early evenings, usually at the end of a, a day of doing schoolwork or, you know, hanging out at home, working from home. And it was just something we all looked forward to, probably not initially for the kids. Um, it was something I think they grew to enjoy more as it became a kind of regular part of every single day. Um, I don't think we missed a single day of going out or our daily walk and the kids particularly started to enjoy it once we discovered our local golf course um, that they were encouraging people to, to come in and walk on the grounds and I think because that was literally about a 10 minute walk from our house it was somewhere we had never been on the grounds before and it was just so interesting we kept finding different areas, different wee buildings lots of wildlife, rabbits, we saw deer and it got to the stage that you know, as long as we went there, the kids were happy. Um, so that became our go-to place. I'm very lucky uh, that in our community we have a park right in the middle of the community, as well as a village green uh, in the kind of central part of the community. And they're very well connected thanks to a path improvement plan that was introduced just recently. I would use those paths not only to access local people who had perhaps expressed a need to be helped in some way, but also uh, taking my dog for a walk and really just improving on my own mental health. And it was a very frustrating time. So um, it was great just to be able to get out. For me, um, I actually really just enjoyed wandering sometimes just in some of the local streets, local um, estates that I not checked out since I moved here two and a half years ago. So it wasn't always about um, the amazing views and scenery, which we are very spoiled with here. Sometimes it was just about wandering and having a look in people's windows and just at how quiet everything was. Um, 
and just being together, just spending time with the kids away from, you know, cooking, eating, watching TV, just doing stuff. And we'll definitely keep walking as a family. We've been doing so now as, as restrictions have lifted. We always have done anyway. Um, but I think the kids realise um, how how good it is for you, how, how good it makes you feel. Um, and although they'll protest, um, you know, like any teenagers, they don't always want to come out and hang out with us. It is something that we do as a family and we've got a new puppy now. So um, we're just at the stage of being able to take um, her out and walk. So we're going to be out doing that. Absolutely going to continue walking. I've now uh, gained a real personal insight as to the benefits of walking. I have a much more optimistic, cheery outlook on life at a time when arguably things were not the most optimistic they could be. For more stories about how walking helped people to cope during lockdown, have a look at our new campaign, Humans of the Walk, at www.passforall.org.uk forward slash humans.